This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. Hello and welcome to another episode of my Wednesday, the spin-off podcast show from the Wednesday week where we get to interview fans of the football club and get to find out why indeed it is the reason or what indeed is the reason that they support Sheffield Wednesday Football Club. Um, I'm here with uh, a special guest today, um, a good mate of mine. Uh, I've known him a fair few years through various reasons. Our our paths have crossed on a number of occasions, but... uh, We've been looking to do this for a while. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm really happy to be sitting down with uh, my mate Lee, Lee Pearson. Um, how are you, Lee? You're all right. I'm good, mate. Yeah, it's good to be finally doing it. We've talked about doing it for some time. It's just uh, obviously Lee, busy life. So yeah, it's great to be finally on it. And I think it's a great uh, feature you guys do on the, on the podcast, definitely. Yeah, I mean, obviously we'll get to we'll get to pulling apart a few bits on on both sides. I imagine over the next half hour or so. Um, yeah. but as you said, it's it, it's a busy time, and it, it just so happens at time of recording that we're mid to late afternoon, and it's it's half term. So I've I've managed to to get a, a little bit of time to sit down and do this. Um, people that have listened to the podcast uh, before will know what the format of of my Wednesday is. We'll sit down, we'll pull it a little bit with Lee and see what it is and why. Um, he, he's into the club, um, as we've just said. Me and you are uh, are old mates now, um, but um, I'm interested to know, Lee. Um, why Wednesday? Get us started. My dad, uh, my dad's a massive Wednesday fan. So basically, when he got when he was a my well a little lad, uh, he got the choice because he was born in um, bred in Doncaster. He got the chance the Saturday. Uh, Donny Rovers were playing at home, and Wednesdays were playing at home. Obviously, with a cop massive um 60,000 capacity no brainer my dad went to to Hillsborough fell in love with the club uh, and it's just been passed down to me and I was a bit like him um so I didn't didn't I wasn't born well, I was born in London so I didn't really uh, get to any Wednesday games being a, a small boy from my first game was when I was 10 year old um I was like I said born in London so 
watch from afar, but just in awe, really. Um, I'm obsessed with a um, 90, uh, 91 promotion uh, VHS video, which me and my brother watched endlessly, like probably every day at some points, because I was just obsessed with it, it was just class. And I still watch it now, to be fair, because it brings back a lot of memories. But obviously, yeah, first game were um, when I was 10 year old. Can you remember your first game? I can, yeah. Um, briefly, I had to I had to double check with my old man today. It was at Southampton, a two-two draw in December, um, nineteen ninety-five, and Erste got a brace, and I was sat in the north stand, and so that from that day, I just fell in love with the club. Just obviously, uh, it was just just coming down the arches, just parking at the top of the hill. It, it's, to to this day now, I still get that same feeling. Even if I drive through, it's just it's weird to explain. If you're not a Wednesday fan, it's just the airs on the back of the neck stand up. It's just oh, it's just an obsession, isn't it? I think I, I think it's an interesting one, isn't it? Because we're we're quite it's it's a unique nowadays. Certainly, when you look at obviously the the new stadia that have come up, and you know a lot of them are based yeah. out of town. Um, yeah. Or you've got like city centre sort of areas, but you don't get many many clubs that are based or stadia of the size at Hillsborough that are based in the location that it is. And having the, the the areas around it, you talk about Harry's Road and walking down. Me and Molly still do that now. We walk down under the arches, and when yeah. you see it, you know you've got that walk. It's almost like our own version of. I know it sounds daft to say it. People talk about Peniston Road. You don't actually yeah. see the ground until you get to a certain distance going down Peniston Road, do you? And you get all yeah. the traffic. Whereas with Harry's Road, it's a bit of a ride up, isn't it? You get to you get to Saturday, you know that as you're walking down, it's almost like walking towards Wembley Way, and you go around the corner, and it's literally there for your interest. Yeah, it's, it is. It's, yeah. it's a real sight to behold. So I can understand how, like you say, when you get goosebumps and you still get airs on the back of your neck. For me, it's yeah. it's a lot different in the sense that I get to do it with my kid now. And yeah. because I'm doing it with my kid, it's like I'm going over again and you, you get that cycle. So it, it's a great experience walking on match day. Yeah, and that's what I love. You, you, you look like me, Steve. Obviously, I've not got kids. My dad brought me to this great club. You've obviously been past it and now you've passed it to your kids. So it's great to see. Because I, I think it doesn't happen as much these days. I, I think, obviously, with the big money in the Premier League, I think, they they go for the bright lights of the Premier League and they don't they lose touch with these clubs and you, it's, yeah, I absolutely love it. It's just it's Wednesday is just my life and my passion and just yeah I still get that same buzz that I had when I was a little ten year old in my kit and it, it chokes me up sometimes when I think back to it. It really does. Did you did you get to see much? Um, obviously, you said your first game was ten and your dad sort of took you up at that point and he'd, he'd a drilled it into you before your, your first game. What sort of experiences did you have? Was it match of the day? Was it listening listening to it on the radio, newspaper coverage, stuff like that? Yeah, so you, you, you've got your teletext back in the day. We used to have <laughs> to, to check them scores. Wherever we were, because we um, I played football when I was a kid, you used to get back, check, check the scores, and then watch the highlights on match of the day. Just, I was just football mad and just dying to go up there and, because my family is well, mainly from Doncaster. He was one of them where we, because we, I think it was 23rd of December, um, um, to the date, to be fair, I've researched it today, and 
it was so it was up visiting family uh, for for Christmas basically. So yeah, it was just amazing. But obviously, it was weird for me because I'm a Wednesday fan. I'm a brother Wednesday fan, and where I grew up in London, there were either Arsenal, Spurs, and I were a bit like alien because everyone was like, "Is a Wednesday fan?" Like it's like <laughs> strange. But yeah, it was just just. Just I was just gagging to get to Hillsborough because my dad just caught obviously telling me stories about what it was like when he was a kid and got took to the first game and it was just yeah, it was just unbelievable. What what sort of age did you move up from London then? Uh, now you're testing me, Stephen, mate. I'm probably about eighteen. Right. Yeah. So were you going? How were you getting to games between the age of ten and eighteen, or was it sort of distance watching on TV? Yeah, not 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 much. I mean, say say for instance, I think when we were in League One, we played Gillingham. That was quite a local game, so we'd we'd go to little local games. You went to what for the weekend? That were a local one. So we we did that. We tried to go to away games and cover them, but we just tried to get up as much as possible. And every time we come up, we'd go to a game. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you? So you got? Did you get to a fair? When you went to the away games, did you get in the away end, or did you have to pretend and like just shuffle down and sit quietly in home end and sit on your hands when Wednesday scored? Odd time, yeah. So I remember Watford. I think we played them in the FA Cup, so we we got a ticket fairly easy. I don't know what the system were like back then. Obviously now it's it's absolutely mental to get an away ticket unless you you've got the points. Um, <laughs> you'll know that. Listen, I've got the points and I still can't get them. <laughs> but yeah, we just just uh, just tried to go to as many as possible. I think odd times we'd probably sit at home and um, once um, friends of ours that are the same age as me, their mum and dad took us to a West Ham game. And it was funny because we actually uh, smashed them 4 0. So we were sat in the West Ham end. And the, the journey home was absolutely incredible because me and my brother were just like, hey, we <laughs> smashed them 4 0. And they, you, the face of them were just a picture, absolutely amazing. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, any other sort of memorable matches, like sort of teenage years, round, round about that time where you, you, you remember a journey away where you know, didn't know what to expect and you were hopeful you got some, a decent individual performance or a decent goal or something like that? It's got to be Cardiff for me. Um, I'm not sure what age I would have been, um, but you also relate to what Liam Palmer, I would probably similar sort of, sort of age, maybe a bit older. Uh, the journey there mm. was just nerves, bag of nerves. Obviously, we were favourites going into it, but yeah, it's just... And then the journey home, singing his singing his little heads off, just because that was my first standout moment. Like, no, you know, Wednesday fan, you get we've had his doom and glooms. My dad's probably seen more good times than what I have. Um, we've seen our darker times, but yeah, that that for me was my real standout moment being a Wednesday fan. That trip to Cardiff was just special, wasn't it? Yeah. And I suppose at those points we 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 thought we'd seen the low, you know, yeah, yeah, and we finished low in that third tier, that that, that sort of era, um, yeah. and then we, you know, you come back up and you you half expect that it's going to be all rosy, and then a couple of years of consolidating and uh, in in championship, and you start pushing towards that top end bit. As it happens, we we've got close a couple of times, but never really, it's never really transpired that we've taken that next step and 
sort of looked anything like other than I'd say probably under Carlos really and then obviously um, you know the, the year after but it's, it's we're, we're a club that flatters to deceive quite a bit aren't we yeah, um, it, it's a bit frustrating it is frustrating and you just look back to times where you, you, you have your bad times because um, I'm sure we'll touch on the Peterborough game that, that's going to be another eye but I, I remember when I did move back up here I solo travelled down to Lake Norrie in a way we got slapped there, I think, 4-1. Harry Kane's first ever um, goal, yeah. um, professional goal. Um, and I remember just sat there going, why, why, why have I done this? Why have I drove down here? But it's the love for the club, isn't it? No, absolutely. So, as I said, we, we, we've kind of come across each other sort of away from Wednesday um, before before we got to know that we were both Wednesday nights. I think we met in dugouts when we were either coaching, playing, managing yeah. uh, local league. So what's, talk to me about your journey in football and how, how did that match up with you being able to follow Wednesday? What what sort of stuff did you get into? Just footy mad, to be fair. And it, it, it almost like... I, 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 that, I, that obsessed, I didn't bother. School just got pushed to one side. I was just absolutely footy mad. Uh, I wanted to be a professional footballer. Um, I was on the books a, a little bit for Cambridge United, but it didn't work out because I was a little shy, skinny little lad, and just uh, yeah, just obviously I was in that area where it, it, physicality. Um, but yeah, it wasn't going to stop my journey. Just for loving football, uh, I've played um, like for Arm Foot Welfare, obviously up, up here, and just. Yeah, I'm just footy mad, played it. Obviously, I'm trying to hand in management. I enjoyed that, to be fair. It was just stressful at times, but quite rewarding at times also. And you can just understand how some managers tear their, tear their hair out. And uh, and now I'm doing what I'm doing and absolutely loving it. I just think I can't see my life without football in it. And yeah, just, I'm, not, I'm not supporting the team that I absolutely adore. So, what, was there something specific that made you transition away from being involved in local league football to going back? And I, I asked that because there was a point where, for for, for me, it was actually relegation season. Um, and obviously, I, as a kid, I had season tickets and I'd go to the games regular and then I coached the women's team and was able to get tickets. Um, I actually got comps quite a fair bit to, to sit on the north with the junior teams and what have you, the, the junior girls teams. But it was only for me when my kids got of an age. They got, they got to a point where I wanted to spend more time with my kids and I was enjoying spending time with them and knowing that they were enjoying going to games that I realised that the, the, the coaching, the managing, the running round on a Saturday was now very much secondary to me spending time with, it was actually Olivia before Molly, um, and, and going to Hillsborough and, and having those experiences with my girls and... You know, it got to a point where we ended up the relegation season. Me and mate of ours, Dave, decided we were going to get the season tickets uh, and take the kids. And it was about us originally. It was about me and him. Yeah. And we were going to, you know, we, we, we'll get to all the games. And because of the cost of the junior tickets at the time, if we can drag the kids along to half a dozen, maybe, we'd get our money yeah. back based on, you know, the outlay. But as it happens, we, we went one week, they enjoyed it. We went the next week, they enjoyed it again. Yeah. Um, it became a thing where they they really got into it. So I'm actually experienced. I don't miss local football at all. That you know, I, I've got friends that still are still involved. 
Um, they, they still play. I still like to go down and support them as and when I can. And I'm actually going across to an old club of mine this weekend to, to sort of catch up with a few mates. But that was my transition from being involved in local to going back and being uh, more of a fan again, I suppose. And ironically, it was actually when we got worse that I, <laughs> that I got more <laughs> I'm just wondering what I'm glutton for punishment. Me, I'm just wondering what your sort of experiences were. Yeah, so my, my manager, I started um, managing a Sunday league side after playing. So I think I'm about 34. The, the knees were going a little bit, um, but I still wanted to be involved in it. I enjoyed the banter, but I, I'm also. I love to win. Uh, funny because I'm Wednesday fan, so it's, I'm not really used to that side. But yeah, I love to win, so I, I took it quite serious and enjoyed it. And we ended up winning the league and then going to a cup final with my Sunday league. And then the phone colliery job come up, and um, I got a few nudges and and thought, why not? Because I'm enjoying it. Um, and we had a, a good first season, um, but then I was sort of missing. Um, just going to a game and just enjoying it without being stressful. Again, Wednesday fan, I'm quite stressful, <laughs> as you can imagine. It's a stressful, <laughs> stressful hobby. But yeah, I just miss going to just enjoy a game and just uh, just being part and just making memories and just seeing pals and just yeah, just supporting the club I love and just taking a back seat really because you you know Steve is. Managing a team, don't matter what level, it, it is quite stressful. You, your phone's mm. pinging constantly. Um, whether you manage on a Sunday night, you, you're watching bloody videos, the players out on the raz, and then next morning you, you're phoning them. So, yeah, I, I think I stepped away from it from that reason. And then the, the money side of it um, in the Central League really got to me a little bit. Um so that's why I took a step back and I, I don't miss it because what I do now is I absolutely love it and uh, yeah I don't miss it and I get to watch Wednesdays again yeah so we, we you, you're alluding to what you do now so I think it's a nice little be a nice little segue to, to give you a platform I was actually going to leave it a little bit later but let's get into it now you your your you're a little bit different to me in that you, whilst you're a Wednesday night, you do a little bit of travelling around and you, you you watch a little bit of other football as well, don't you? Do you want to just fill us in on what you actually do on Saturdays for those that might not be aware of actually who you are? And I have to say, as somebody who obviously knows you and has, has followed what you're doing, I know we, we've got mutual friends that do similar things. Yeah. Um, the way that your channel has blown up over the last six months has has taken me by surprise looking at the growth of it and um i think it's 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 great what you're doing so i thought it'd be a good opportunity for you to just give yourself a bit of a bit of a, uh, a plug if you like yeah no i appreciate that steve yeah i'm absolutely amazed sometimes i have to sit back and think like wow because i'm not a confident person never have and, and the management side sort of helps with that because obviously he's speaking in in front of a, a a group of lads trying to get your points across so that's else but this is also now something i do youtube when i'm not following wednesday's um, vlogging i go to different games just for the love of football because i absolutely love being part of it whether it is with wednesdays but also vlogging other other games uh, for my channel um 
it was a weird one because I sort of did it like just as a, a fun thing. I, I went to the Milan Derby game and just I didn't really I didn't speak. I just picked up a, a, a camera and just flogged it, and it got fifty six thousand views. And and from that day, I thought I could, I could do this just just for me um, for for memories. Just watching back, that's why I started it really. Just like. Because I'm a ground upper, basically, it was just to document the games that I went to, so I could tick him off and just maybe watch him back. Because I'm not obsessed with football, I watch it night and day, and yeah, we're just a little little hobby, and it's just took off. And I've met some absolutely unbelievable pe uh, people, like little Finley, who's been on my videos quite a few times. You guys, your two daughters, absolutely class, and I think that's the most rewarding thing you get to speak to people that you wouldn't necessarily speak to without doing this vlogging if you, if you understand what i mean yeah and you guys obviously you've you've got your experience and you're absolutely smashing it <laughs> and to be part to be part of this is like a big thing for me as well it makes me laugh because when, when we put stuff out we'll get comments back going oh you, you've really practiced this i'll I'm going to pull the veil back a little bit, and it, we'll, we'll see. It, we'll see if they, they, they listen. But me and Ash sat down with a, a fellow last week, um, Raphael Honingstein, who is um, he's basically a, a heavy presence. He does a lot of the Channel Five Bundesliga athletic. Yeah. He works. He works in Germany, but he's based in London. Five hundred thousand followers on wow. X. Um, absolutely incredible. Um, we spent half an hour talking about. Uh, Danny Rule last week, and it was it was great. And off 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 camera in in a chat, um, we've had Dan message me and Ash and go, "God, you really practiced that, didn't you?" Oh my God, that was really good. And in actual fact, me, me and me and Ash sat down five minutes before and went, "Oh God, this guy's going to be quite good, isn't he?" Yeah. So <laughs> Ash goes to me, "I've not really done any revision or any sort of research or anything like that," and I went. Well, we need to ask him about Danny Rule. We need to ask him about what he's like in Germany. And let's see how well he thinks he'll do. And he went, yeah. And as it happens, the guy, it was him. He drove everything. He was just an absolute pro that just yeah. ran away with the, the, the thing. And he was, he was cool. He was slick. And the moment we'd finished the interview, me and Ash looked at each other and went, oh, shit, that was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> We've done no prep. <laughs> We've never got any, any sort of practice or anything like that. Um, it's very much off the cuff, and I think from from a personal point of view, being involved with the Wednesday week as we are, we, we've we've got a great balance in who we are, the dynamics of um, the, the the group of people that that get to talk. You get a, a lot of variation in age, in terms of background, yeah. location, and all of that. So we're very lucky that we've just found a, a formula that seems to click for us. And um, we we as I said, we we we've got a presence on YouTube. Um, yeah, and we're trying to do little bits, and we've we've got some links with people at the moment that have been really fortuitous for for us to be able to talk to people like Carlton Palmer recently. Yeah, uh, Lee Bullen's been on, obviously Gordon Watson, and we we've got one or two. I'll mention one when we've done. Um, but yeah, potentially in the pipeline that's going to turn a few eye uh, turn a few heads and. Hold up. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. We all know away days are mint, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. Same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now with the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. For more information, see mcdonalds.com. See you later. Here's a few eyebrows if we can pull that off in the next couple of weeks. But um, it's good. And like you, it's, it's, it's an escape and it's something that's different and... We're not doing it for any other reason than we enjoy no. talking about the club. And I, I get that impression when I talk to you both personally and when I see your stuff. It's it's about you and you documenting your day and your experiences. And when I when I when I jump on and see some of the bits that you're doing, you'll always find an obscure place to start your blog. So it's, at, yeah. at some point, it's down the street in front of a fence, and it, you know you take it in and you do all your bits. And I'm like. Oh, I know where it is today, sort of thing. So it's it's really good, and I think that's testament to you, mate, that you've managed to do it and, and grow it as quickly as you have. Um, and you obviously you've got some interesting or exciting news coming up because you've been nominated for a couple of awards, haven't you? I have, yeah. So uh, another thing, I'm just absolutely still amazed that I've, I've, I've been involved in and got um, voted to be in the, the final ten for the best new content. Uh, creator awards at the FCA so yeah I'm absolutely chuffed to bits and I'm not expecting to win for me just being involved in that fight I've won already for for a new channel like my Senate's happening it's going to be an absolutely unbelievable experience and just to just to meet vloggers that's that's done it years and just had more experience than than I'll probably ever ever get and uh, yeah it's going to be just an unbelievable experience and just like like you've touched on for me it's it's making them memories again we're gonna we're gonna touch on that Peterborough game I'm sure coming up um I've I've got that memory now I can, I can always and obviously we can watch it on the telly but I've also got my vlog that it was an emotional just just emotional day night for me being there like it was you like it was every single Wednesday fan and it was just yeah and it's just about making memories for me, just doing this vlog, because, like I say, absolutely football crazy. <laughs> so, when you're doing it, and obviously you, you, you get to, you, you do do league games, but you do a fair few national league games as well, don't you? Um, how do you how do you find the balance between vlogging and tracking Wednesday if you're, if you're at a, a York game or a, I think we were at Gillingham recently, or about, I imagine that. Yeah, so I was um, I was obviously Rochdale v Oldham. Yeah, he's is uh, difficult. So obviously, a lot of probably think why is he not just covering Wednesday? But I, I wanted to start the channel to just showcase different fan bases and just football in general. And I think I think a lot of national league clubs don't get that um, spotlight type thing. So I just wanted to show show football as an old but it is difficult trying to watch Wednesday because sometimes you'll think God we show up at that game or 
and like you you've said it's absolutely horrendous to try and get an away ticket so one day i'll hopefully get back because i did have a season ticket but management just uh got on top of that that's why i give that up to be fair like like yourself yeah okay so we 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 can't not talk about the modern era if you like the recent sort of times how how do you find or how have you found the last sort of couple of years as following wednesday i think that's probably the best way of doing it we'll 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 fast yeah. forward and we'll, we'll we'll get to maybe i don't know the darren moore era i've yeah. said i'm never going to mention that bloke again but as a as somebody who's tracking the the highs and lows of the last 18 months two years um have you found it being in being a wednesday out one of the sort of experiences that you've had there yeah, so we've had his highs, we've had his lows, we've had his, it's been it's been like that. But I remember when Mr. Chancery took over the club, I was working at Tesco, and I remember reading on Twitter we'd been took over, and uh, obviously it was it was at that stage where clubs were were getting taken over, and big books were coming in, and we heard that he's going to chuck X amount in. Obviously, the the signings were coming in. Obviously, Carlos coming and. We we got to that playoff final. Um, we've been touching distance of back to promised land. That I hopefully one day can can say that we've got back to where where we where I think we belong and where a lot of football fans um, know that we really do belong. We're, we're a massive club, Steve. You know that, and every everyone knows that. And, um, it's just tailed off and and bad business deals, bad financial um, signings, so to speak. It's it's really it is, and it's cost us. And obviously, we've we've had as relegations, um, but also we've had a an unbelievable season last year with a promotion, with a semi final. Um, but being a Wednesday fan, you you sort of used to it. I'll go back to when we did get relegated from the Premiership. I remember on my jollies, sitting on a balcony, crying my little eyes out. Um, when my, my dad, quite you get, you get emotional, Stevie. Um, <laughs> and that's, we, we will be back, and I hope we are, because that little comment always sticks in me. And, yeah. Sorry, mate. A bit emotional. No, you're all right. You're all right. It's 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 amazing to see people get so emotional about the the football club that we talk about. To be honest with you, um, yeah. where where would you place last season? And I asked that question. What what I mean by that is it divided a lot of fans, didn't it? Because we got ninety six points, but we didn't go up automatically. But we got ninety six points. We um, we we. We went on the um, the the record undefeated run, run of twenty three games, whatever it was. We've got record clean sheets. Um, you know, we any other season, let's be right, ninety six points wins the league at Canter. It just so happens that last season wasn't any other season. Do, do you think last season was a success? Do you think it was uh, something of a disappointment? And I'm asking that question because we can move it forward to where we're going now in terms of that time at Peterborough, Wembley, and then the, the period afterwards going into this season. I don't know how we could not class it as a success. Like you said, 96 points. Any other season, you're absolutely walking the league. Um You've just come against two two teams that have been absolutely on it. Um, 
and we, we just come unstuck um, when the, the time we needed it, really. Um, we were also going to have that bad run because we'd not had it. They'd had their little bad runs. Uh, we just Our little bad run were in the wrong period and uh, we just couldn't keep up with Plymouth or Ipswich. But I don't know how we can't class it as a success because um, I, I feel more got the fan base back in love with Sheffield Wednesday, it, it bridged the gap, and they were just, it was just such a buzz going to to Hillsborough and just like seeing that fan base just all back together and not not bickering and arguing. I know you get your odd idiots on Twitter, but yeah, it was just I don't I don't know how we can't class it as a success, and obviously we got us promotion in the end as well, which it makes it that bit sweeter because how we did it, we just. Wow. It's it's a total coincidence that this has happened tonight. I don't know if you've seen the news. Um, in the last hour or so, as we record tonight on Monday, 23rd of October, I think it is, um, the FA have released a statement saying that they're going to fine the club £50,000 for yeah. the pitch invasion at Peterborough. Yeah. Um, so I want to ask a, a really important question now, mate. Is it all your fault? It is, mate, and I would not change the fact that I went <laughs> one minute because I was sat in that, I was stood in that centre circle. Um, I was with a few friends, and I just, I just went, didn't even think about them. I just went because you, you don't get moments like this where you can just embrace. And I just stood in that centre circle, looking round Ilsbury, and just, just remembering when I was that ten-year-old kid stood there with my dad and. Unfortunately, he can't because he's in Tenerife now. So I just, I was there on my own, just just taking it in, and it just dried my eyes out. Cause you were just, this is why I support Sheffield Wednesday for moments like this, and I will never take it back that I got to have that experience because it was absolutely insane being on that pitch and just what we achieved that night will yeah. never be topped for me, never. Yeah, yeah. Um. I totally agree with you and I'm going to bypass what happened afterwards and you can feel free to summarise your, your opinions with the next question. I'm going to bypass the Chisco era for no other reason. Than yeah, yeah. I don't want any negativity today. Um, we'll move, move forward to, to the new regime um, and I just want to ask you a couple of questions on that before we close off with the final bits. Yeah, um, sure. how, do you, how do you see the new regime, the new coach, the new coaching staff um, where we are in the league at the moment, and you know what? What do you think, or do you see playing out over the next sort of six, seven months? So I'm, I'm really positive. I think it's a fantastic appointment. Out of all the names, obviously you've got your old um, experience that were um, linked with a job, your Warnocks and Co. But for me, uh, Chancery has made a good appointment. He's, he's well regarded in the game. Obviously, yeah, he's, he's not managed, um, but I think with, with the coaches he's brought in, he's got that experience. He's got Chris Powell, been in the game, he's managed the game, he's coached, and he's, he's still coaching for the England setup. Um, it's just, I can't see it other than a positive. It's it's, it's good step forward. Um, obviously, the, the guy that we've got. I can't remember his name. Is it Pedersen? Yeah, Henrik Pedersen. 
he's he were a manager and now he's coming as assistant coach. So I don't know what's happening behind the scenes money wise. It seems to be a shift in direction. Um, whether Chance Series had a change of heart or we've we've got something coming, who knows? But yeah, I'm I'm positive and, and watching that Watford highlights, there were signs that Wednesday were back, that we were moving the ball better, we were more positive, and even at the end we're trying to get that goal on Dawson coming up. I've not seen that for a while for Wednesday. We the the Ipswich game I went to, we just sort of give them the points and just didn't really make that effort and yeah we're just more positive there sadly so yeah i'm, I'm optimistic stevie yeah me well you you're in the same boat as me and um i think the the, the only without wanting to turn this into a podcast about the season it's more about you and your wednesday the the, the only thing i would say is that my worry is how how he's going to manage to maintain things if we do go down? Is he going to be able to keep that coaching squad, that staff together? Yeah. I'd say if if we can build, if we can go down and give him a chance to build, and he stays and there's some positivity around the place, then yeah, I'm all right with it. But I, I, I really do think that we need to stay in the league because I, I worry, like you've just alluded yeah. to, the financial side of things is a is a massive concern because we aren't spending peanuts, regardless of what people think. Chancery has said or his intent were. These guys aren't coming in for nothing. No. Um, so there's something going on somewhere. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, yeah. we've we've paid hundred and sixteen thousand pounds for him. So yeah, yeah. and it, Chris Powell won't come from that. No, no, it was only a few weeks ago where Chan Series said he won't spend enough. So yeah. something's happening somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Okay, last question before we move into the final bit. Yeah, do we yeah. stay up this year? The next two games are going to be key. If we if we if we win them or get four points, yes. If we don't, I, I worry because they're massive. Obviously, both both in I think Plymouth for third bottom, Rotherham second bottom, so they're massive. So if we if we lose to them, that's going to be an even bigger gap, and it's going to be maybe a bridge to. Yeah, it's still early days. We're only in November, but. We we need to pick up points, um, but Danny he'll, he'll know that, and I'm sure he'll have him working hard on the training ground, which we've been reading that he has been doing, and a lot of positive coming out of out of it. That's not an answer, though. Are we staying up? Go on then, Stevie. Yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> right, final bit, and I did I did give you a pre warning. Um, I haven't done this on all the ones that I've done and we don't make it a feature but I always like to chuck a little curveball in every now and again um, I'm going to ask you to put your managerial boots back on or your managerial sheepskin if you like back on yeah. um, I want you to pick your all time Sheffield Wednesday best five aside team it can be any five players positions regardless you're going to put five players on a pitch to compete in a five aside who are you picking so in there it's a toss-up between Chris Woods and Pressman, but I'm going Pressman because they were more my era growing up as a kid. So, yeah, big big pressy in goal, plus he can take a mean penalty. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, only one man in defence, and that's Big Dead Walker. Got to be. Meeting him um, at his charity game were absolutely insane. So, yeah, he's another idol of mine. 
Midfield is tricky now. We've got to go Chrissy Waddle and John Sheridan. Got to do because they're just legends. And up front, got to be Paolo. He's my second second favourite ever Wednesday player. Controversial, some might say, but just he was just no, a legend. Um, um, how many of those? Players, how many of those players have you played with? Um, <laughs> three. Yeah, I you triggered that. So you 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 play you played with them because we we both represent a a charity, don't we? A local yeah. Doncaster-based charity called Eve Merton's Dream Trust. Um, long-time listener of the podcast will be aware that. I've done my bit, but in those bits, you also um, have done some 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 fundraising. You've done some serious fundraising, haven't you? Because um, you were the guy that decided to come up with the innovative idea of selling tickets in <laughs> on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> so you spent a long bit of time <laughs> knocking on people's doors and giving tickets. How much money did you raise over those two years? Um, so that year, particular, uh, five and a half thousand pounds. That that was my biggest year that I've had. Um, Stevie, you'll know this charity. It's absolutely insane what they do, the work they do for the local communities. Incredible. Lee Parker got me involved. Told me big things about it. Obviously, the match day experiences yeah. second to none. You feel like a pro for the day, but for me, it's that. Knowing that you're you're helping someone and you make a difference in someone's life, it's just that's why I try and do as much as I can and just do, just peck people's head to buy tickets off me and uh, yeah, that particularly I was forever at the post office posting tickets out. And <laughs> I remember sat in a work van going through them all, sorting tickets out, and yeah, it's just just an incredible charity that I always like to try and help and I'll always continue um, to in the future because you'll know Steve they're absolutely class and Martin and the, and the gang are unbelievable yeah yeah absolutely um, biggest name who, who who had you most starstruck in terms of Wednesday the yeah got a bit power power yeah. yeah and and, and People say don't meet your idols. Um, I was really nervous, worried about how he were gonna be with everyone, but he did not fail one bit. He was absolutely insane on that day. He just made us feel all welcome. He got there early, and he was the only one there at the end. He was just absolutely on fire. He was Paolo that we love, and uh, yeah, he just holds a special place in my heart. And he's absolutely legend. So yeah, it's got to be Paolo. Brilliant. What about you? Oh, oh. Des Walker. Yeah. I, 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 what what can you say uh, as a as a Wednesday fan from nineteen eighty six ish onwards um, to be able to say that I've walked out with an England international that is in the top. Well, he's in the top fifteen, I think it is all time appearances. Yeah, played in the Premier League, played in World Cups, um, and walked out. That first year, I had number five on my back. I think he had six on his back. Yeah. Um, we stood side by side, and he says to me, um, 
is it is it Spen? So when it's it's well, people call me Spen, and he went, well, what do you want me to call me call you? And I went, you're Des Walker. You can call me whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> he says, which side do you want to go on? Like which side? Which do you want to say? Left, left, right, uh, left, centre half or right centre half? And I went, well, I'm right footed, but I tend to play on left. He went, you're right footed. He's looked me up and down, and I'm not. I don't look like a footballer. He's gone. I'll go on the left. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, the guy mid fifties, and he's absolutely one of the nicest guys you could wish to meet. Agree with you. Uh, Paolo Di Canio absolutely held court after the game last year. Um, and, you know, those, those lads that, that get involved in the charity, those they, they represent the club as they do Sheffield Wednesday because that's what we're here to talk about at the end of the day as well as a charity. Um, yeah. And I can honestly say that for everybody that I've met through playing in those games with those Wednesday legends, for people that are wondering what it's like to play with an ex-pro that, 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 that have been on the pitch at, at Hillsborough, I can't speak highly enough for them. Um, yeah, they have to be there, and well, they, they they choose to be there, and agents will get them involved, and what have you. But yeah. once they're there, the the day that they provide for people is absolutely brilliant. Um, and I can only hope that we get to a point where, in 10, 15 years' time, that we're looking at maybe not necessarily my daughters, but it might be that you've got a little one, or you know, yeah. we've got people that have got kids that are listening to this that get involved in these charity games that we can look at the 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 twenty. 23 year and we can look at people walking out with I'll say it your Liam Palmer's your Barry Bannons yeah and people like that, that, that go on and I think that's really important to, to sort of pull it for bring it full circle if we can get that sort of that positive familial feel back and I think that's something that we had under more Darren Moore I think it's something potentially we we might have lost a little bit over the yeah. summer and pre Season, but hopefully under this new regime we're bringing it back and we can we can get that club identity and that ethos and i think that'll stand us in good stead to uh to, to maybe give what seems like mission impossible uh, a fairly good shake because I, I genuinely do feel that off the pitch i don't think there's anybody better equipped at the minute than us to to get ourselves out of the position that we're in it's just whether or not danny rule can get a, a tune out of the players that he's been left with yeah 100 percent. and like you said the we just hope the good times are back and we do eventually see our amazing club back where it belongs. So you just touch on Peterborough looking at dads with their little kids on their shoulders on that on the pitch and it's just what everyone's grown up to to love Sheffield Wednesday. It's in the blood and it'll always be in, in the blood uh, following this uh, amazing club. Mate. I, I think I don't think there's a, a better way that we could finish this this 45 minutes. It's been a great chat. Yeah. Um, really appreciate you giving giving your time. Um, do you want to just give your your channel a quick plug before we go? Yeah. So around the grounds, footy uh, ground hopper. Um, when I'm at Wednesdays, I'm uh, off on my travels anywhere, uh, vlogging with my phone and just yeah, just loving vlogging and. Absolutely amazing to be on, on this, Stevie. I appreciate you guys uh, inviting me on because I've enjoyed this talk about Wednesday. It's brought back a lot of memories and, uh, yeah, buzzing to watch it back when it's uh, when it comes out, mate. Yeah, and uh, just for selfish purposes, self-plug, 
uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, uh, you'll see the, the the likes, subscribes, uh, the, the the channels that we've got the, uh, across the bottom of the screen. Feel free to give us a like, subscribe, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instas, likes and reposts are really appreciated to try and get us um, a little bit more of a, a presence on those those channels as well. So, Lee, once again, thank you very much for, for jumping on. Uh, it's been fantastic talking to you. No doubt I'll see you again soon. And... Um, this has been the Wednesday week, my Wednesday. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers. It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.